Okay, so first of all, Shkayach uh, to Benny Wilson for sponsoring the breakfast this morning. And it should be a schos for, uh, for him, for his mishpacha, for all Kali Yisrael, all Kali Yisrael. Okay, so last week we began talking about a particular sugya within Rosh Hashanah. So we, last week we talked about it in a certain way, with Derech Chabad, and now we'll talk about it in a different angle, in the way of Rav Tzaddik. So but just to sort of get back into the sugya. So we mentioned last week that Alpi Halacha, we went through the we went through this Alpi Halacha, Alpi Din, that I think it's clear from Rashi and the Shulchan Aruch and so on that Rosh Hashanah is a unique type of Yontif. Instead of thinking of Rosh Hashanah as just like its own independent Yontif, it's the beginning of the year. And then there's another, and then there's uh, other things called Rosh and so on. The way to view Rosh Hashanah is that Rosh Hashanah is the is the sort of larger entity of Rosh Chaydesh. So the Yontav of, of Rosh Hashanah and the Yontav of Rosh Chaydesh have to be seen as mamish one Yontav, it's one Indian. It's just Rosh Hashanah is the holistic, collective, you know, uh, fully developed version of the holiday. And then every Rosh Chaydesh is a more specified prat, um, you know, aspect or one particular angle of that yontif. But it's the same yontif. Al-Pidin, it's the same yontif. That's why we mentioned last week, what was it, that according to the, the, the Shulchan Aruch says that even on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, we reference the Musaf of Rosh Chaydash, even though it's not Rosh Chaydash, right? There's two days Rosh Chaydash, but whenever you have two days Rosh Chaydash, it's the, it's the last day of the previous month and the first day of the new month. The second day of Rosh Hashanah is the second day of the month. So it's for sure not Rosh Chaydesh. So why are you referencing Rosh Chaydesh Musfei, right? That's what we talked about from Rashi, uh, from the Shulchan Aruch. Why are you referencing Karbanas Rosh Chaydesh on the second day of Rosh Hashanah? There's no such thing. It's not Rosh Chaydesh. The answer is, so the answer is that it's, it's Rosh it's, it, The whole Yontif of Rosh Hashanah is a, is a, a, a Rosh Chaydesh, uh, uh, that that's what the Rosh Hashanah is. So whenever you mention Rosh Hashanah, the Mela, you're mentioning Rosh Chaydesh. It's the same thing. And we saw that from Shulchan Aruch. We also saw this from Rashi, that the idea of referencing Rosh Chaydesh but not openly saying it, Rashi said, is because you mention Rosh Hashanah, Das Alein, that itself is mentioning Rosh Chaydesh. Why is that? So we saw from other Rishonim that it's not like you're mentioning Rosh Chaydesh. There's a reason why specifically we don't mention Rosh Chaydesh. But Rashi didn't say a reason not to mention Rosh Chaydesh. It says automatically. You mention Rosh Hashanah, that means you're mentioning Rosh Chaydesh. What does the one have to do with the other? So the answer is, is because that's what the Yantif of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the Yantif of Rosh Chaydesh, but Bishleimus. So that was the idea that we said last week. And then just to chazer over, so last week we, we explained that in terms of Chabad from the Balatanya, a fundamental point that really all the, all the rabbis of Chabad, when they approach Rosh Hashanah, they, 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 they approach it from this angle, from this perspective, that the way to view Rosh Hashanah is, is in this following way. Again, we're not going to be focusing on this today, but just to chazer and to get it in the back of, to get it, you know, just to remind ourselves that the way to view Rosh Hashanah is that it is the klal, it is the... It, it, it is one day that sort of contains everything, all the energies, all the kaiches, all the meichen, all the, all the things that are going to come in the following year are contained in Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah therefore has like a sort of dual reality. On the one hand, it is a, it is, it, 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 it's a klal, it's a oneness. But in that oneness, all the details, all the pratim emerge. All the pratim emerge. And so Rosh Chaydesh represents the pratim, the details, the angles, the different aspects of what is Hashem, different aspects of experience, all the different pratim. Rosh Hashanah is the klal that all those pratim emerge from, and by dealing with the klal, by being Isaac in the, in the klal, in the general, in the root, in the seed, then all the pratim sort of take care of themselves. And that's what we spoke about last week, that based on this, the avoid of Rosh Hashanah is to be Isaac and to involve our minds and to consciously focus on sort of the, 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 the most essential, most fundamental elements of being a Yid. And, and that's not ignoring the Pratim or the details. Adaraba, all the Pratim, all the details emerge out of those simple fundamental truths. And so that's the way to view it. So Rosh Chaydesh represents the details. And those details, they themselves come together in a in a in a collective form that's called Rosh Hashanah. So Rosh Hashanah is not a separate yontif. It's not like 
so Rosh Hashanah will rep- the Avodah of Rosh Hashanah will represent the Muna, Bitachin, you know, uh, uh, embracing being a Yid, all those general Kloliistic ideas, Malchus Hashem. That's not ignoring the Pratim. That's not ignoring the Pratim of your life, and it's not ignoring the Pratim of Yiddishkeit. Adarabba, all those Pratim emerge out of that Klal. Just, and therefore that, that reflects itself in Halacha, where every Rish Chaydesh represents a particular aspect of Vedas Hashem, but all those Pratim themselves come together as the Klal of Rosh Hashanah. So when you're Isaac in the Klal of Rosh Hashanah, you are being Isaac in every single Prat, albeit in a Klaldika form. That's the idea. So Rish Chaydesh, Prat, that's the Chiddush in the way of Chabad, that's the way to, to view Rosh Hashanah, that the Chiddush of Rosh Hashanah is that you actually are being Isaac in Pratim, but the Pratim themselves are, 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 are being put together in Klal form. That, that when we talk about a Klal, when we talk about the, the root or the seed of something, contained within that are the Pratim that emerge out of it. <clears throat> Which is a Chiddush, because you know you, you, you could think now like that. One way to think of it is that the Klal just is the beginning, that's where things have to start, but the details and the Pratim that, that, that eventually you deal with are separate things, you know, that, that are not contained within the cloud. The Chiddush is, I don't know, Pratim are themselves contained within the cloud. You follow this? That's the idea. Now, by the way, I wasn't going to go into this, but once, once we are, I think it's Kedai. Why is this so rooted in Rosh Hashanah? Like, why is this? This is the Avaid of Rosh Hashanah. But, but, but why? So, th- this is going to be in parentheses. It's sort of Vahmevin Yavin. You get it, you get it. If not, you know, you could you know, listen to the recording 50 times. I'm not sure if it'll help, but, the, but this is. This is uh, in parentheses. The Oymek, the, the, the Pneumius of the Avoid of Rosh Hashanah <coughs> is to realize the following truth. What, what, is, what, what, what does the Rav Hashanah do? What, what, what did and what does the Rav Hashanah do in Rosh Hashanah? Before Rosh Hashanah, before creation, all there was was this oneness of Arayn Saif, of the infinite light of God. All there was was Hashem Echad Shmaiachad. That's as klal as you can get. That's as, dif- that's as anti-prat as possible. Right? If there was any, if the, if there's any reality that is kulay one and kulay klal and, and kulay indivisible, it's God Himself. What happened in Rosh Hashanah? What happens in Rosh Hashanah is the Rabbanu Shleilam sort of hides or disguises or covers over or moves to the side, so to speak, that klal. And what emerges on Rosh Hashanah is pratim, is a million things. Right? All the things of the world. The, the, the creation on Rosh Hashanah was moving away from klal. And just entering into Pratim. Our Avaidan Rosh Hashanah, as I mentioned many, many times, our Avaidan Rosh Hashanah is to realize that all those Pratim were themselves contained within the Klal of Hashem's infinite light. That it's not the Pshat that Hashem's infinite light was one reality and that moved aside to then make room for Pratim. Adarabah, the Pratim that emerges with creation are reflective of. It's a very deep idea, and it's very subtle, and it's, and it's hard to even say. But the pratim that emerge with creation are, them, are a revelation of, of, of what was contained in that infinite light as well. That in truth, like we say in davening, nothing really changed from before creation to after creation. Atu atu So the side is that all the pratim of creation are revelations of, and manifestations and expressions of what Be'etzim was contained in the Klal to begin with. And so what's the big difference between just having the Klal and having the Pratim? Not much, not much. Because uh, even the Pratim themselves were contained in Be'etzim, still are contained in the Klal. Because the sum total of the Pratim is the Klal. And so, and so that is the, the deepest avoid of Rosh Hashanah, to be Makasha the world to, to its origin point, to what it was before creation, that Be'etzim, the Klal of Arayn Saif, still permeates reality, and all the Pratim of reality must, must be on some level, even though it's hard to say, must on some level have been already inter-included in Arayn Saif. And so on some level, nothing's changed when you move from Klal into Prat, and that reflects itself again, that we makash ourselves to the Klalim of Yiddishkeit, and the male of the Pratim take care of themselves, and that reflects itself in halacha, that Rosh Hashanah is a yontif of Rosh Hashanah. Okay, fine. That's B'dara Chabad. Okay, and that, that sums up, by the way, in a nutshell, in a certain sense, the entire system of his of Chabad Chasidus basically boils down to this Nakuda. How all of, 
all of the pratim of reality are not separate, disconnected creations, so to speak, after, you know, when the infinite light of Hashem ends. It's all nichl, it was, it, 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 it was somehow all nichlal in, in the Aryan Saif. The, 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 there's a marshal from Chazal, I, mamish, I, had no re- I didn't want to go into this, but we'll say, yeah, whatever. There's a marshal that Chazal, Chazal used for certain things. It goes back to the Sefer Yitzira, and in Sefer Chabad, they pick up on this very, very much. For us, it's a little bit hard to relate to scientifically. But if you can imagine, the Sefer Yitzira says a Lushen, that the way to view, the, a, a marshal to view this idea, where all the Pratim, were they emerge in in our experience? They emerge as separate things from the cloud of 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 of, of, of Ein Saif, but the Pneumius, it was all nichlal in that somehow. But yet, at, you, you, but one second, you realize the irony of this, right? Because the the, the not the irony; it's more of a, it's a paradox to say this because if all the Pratim were nichlal in the infinite light, then that means. That, that means that on, on, on a human level, that means the light was made of many parts. You can't say that because it's an infinite light. It's a light of, of Achta, it's the light of the oneness of Hashem. Well, then if, that means if it's one, then it doesn't have divisible parts. So what we have to say, that's what Amuna that's that's is, is that we have to say two things at the same time which contradict each other. That at the same time, the, light, the infinite light of Hashem from before creation, it's not God Himself. We're, not talking about, we're never talking about God Himself. We're talking about the light of Hashem. The infinite light of Hashem at the same time was absolutely indivisible and one, yet somehow sort of, sort of mel- melted within that are all the Pratim that would ever be. So the marshal that Chazal give in Sefer Yitzir and other places is Shalheves Geshur Begecheles. A flame as it's contained within a coal. So, you know, it, it was the summer, but, you know, based on the weather, it still is the summer. So you have barbecue season, right? So if you ever made a barbecue, so you have the coals. So when there's a fire, so okay, the fire just feels like there's a flame, and it's like connected to the coal, but the flame is like coming out of it. But we know that as, it, as either when it starts or as it begins to, to, to die down, so then all of a sudden, the, the, the flame doesn't have its own identity anymore, and it's sort of, if you could use your imagination, it's sort of contained within the coal itself. And if you blow at the coal, so it becomes red, right? And then the shelhevis can, can return. So almost, uh, you could always almost imagine as if the shelhevis never really left. It sort of became reabsorbed in its root. Well, one second. If, and, but yet, at the same time, if you cut open the, the coal, you're not going to find a flame just in the middle of it. It's like, so like what happened over there? Okay, so I, scientifically, you'd explain these things. But it's just if you... You know, sort of uh, optically, if you look at it and you use your imagination, it's almost as if this new reality called the flame still is a new, it's, it, 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 it itself on the one hand is an independent entity and it's something different than the coal. The haraya, when it emerges out of the coal, it's something different. But yet at the same time, it comes from the coal and it's contained within the coal. So, so all, of, all of life and all of reality is described by Chazal in such a way as Shalheves. Geshur Begechelis, that's the site of Rosh Hashanah, that's the way of Chabad Chassid. It's all, all, all his blindness of Chabad revolves around these types of ideas. Okay, that was all last week, with a little bit of Isaf at the end. Okay, that's uh, fine. Yeah. Speaking of Sefer HaYetzirah, yeah. does Chodesh Tishrei Sefer HaYetzirah have a letter that's for the month or that's for the year? So, so Tishrei does have an identity as a month as well. Doesn't it as a month as well? There's all multi layers that you can sort of define really any given period of time but Tishrei as well so it has its identity as a month but in terms of but, but really its identity as a month is completely well, there's no Shabbos of Archim for Tishrei right so we don't even identify it as a month and the truth is based on what we, what we said last week it makes a lot of sense I think because if, if, if every Rosh Hashanah if Rosh Chodesh is swallowed up by Rosh Hashanah then, if, then of, of all months, the one month that, Rosh, that the Rosh Chodesh side of it is completely nullified is going to be Tishrei. So that's, that's the idea. Okay, so now what we're going to learn today is this relationship between Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Chodesh in the way of Ratzadik. It's a completely different, I'm not going to say it's completely different because in its root it's the same Indian, but uh, different language, different, different Sukhan. Okay, so... <clears throat> Okay, you know, first Marmokan, we, we don't have to go into let's Let's go to Marmokan number two. So basically, this is just, uh, you know, cut and pasted, you know, here and there. 
par- not paraphrasing, but not, not a complete piece, but it's based on, uh, it's from a Torah of Rasisi, in a Torah of Rasisi, Laila, Ois Chavav. It's Kedai. If you have a chance, you know, later you'll, you could see the piece, Ois Chavav itself. It's a longer piece, but it's Mamish, uh, it's one of these classic, uh, you know, mind-blowing Rapsavics. Okay, so he says like this. The Ha'ara that I guess maybe we can use to sort of enter into this piece and connect it to Rosh Hashanah, because he doesn't talk about Rosh Hashanah in this piece, but the question is like this. Obviously, Rosh Hashanah is the first day, you know, it's, it's more than the first day of the year, as we said. It's the Kalal that everything emerges from. So it's interesting. So as Yidin, I, I think probably, you know, if we had to guess, you know, take a step back and guess, like how should the Jewish people, the Jewish person spend the first day of the year? And again, not just the first day, but the Kalal of the Holy Year. What should be the Ikra Avayda? So you'd say, like, Tyra, right? Isn't that uh, Mamash, the, the biggest Avayda in life is Tyra? And the truth, but, but the truth is we know that the Yom Naroi, Rosh Hashanah, what's the Iker? Everything is focused about davening, right? Davening. And it's, and it's, and it's amazing, because if you think that even from Chazal, it doesn't have to be like that. It's technically, according to Chazal, so the Shemun Esrei of Rosh Hashanah is a little bit, Musa is a little bit longer. But it doesn't, it doesn't have to take up the whole day. But Kalah Yisrael, intuitively, like we, over the years, we've developed such a Musa that like Rosh Hashanah is Kulay davening. Arkadei Kach, that the that the positions of authority, so to speak, during the, re- during the course of the year, like who's the, you know, who's the, you know, a position in a, in a shul that's considered to be up there is a rabbi, right? That's, when it comes to Rosh Hashim Kippur, like the chazan, right? The chazan is like, is like the, the most bekovet, the most mechobet, it's a funny thing, the whole Indian is revolving on tefillah, so why is that? What is it about tefillah that the Jewish people intuitively feel and know that that should be the ikr focus on the beginning of the year? And the rest of the year you learn, but the, the, the clear thing is, is that why? So let's take a look at So again, Rishisi Laila Pis Chavav. The Baal Tefillah. Huh? The Baal Tefillah. The Baal Tefillah. So yeah, it's such a thing. I Torah say a Ben Tyra, but a Baal Tefillah. Okay, so, Ayis it's like this. But Tyra, when it comes to Tyra, learning, Hamadregis Heim Kefiyah Milas. It's a biggie side. Tyra... A person's madragan learning depends on how successful you are, right? So how much you know, how much you understand, how deeply you understand. Based on your milas, that's in, in learning, that's where your madrag is. Whoever's smart, whoever's better at it. So who agodal, he's going to be greater. That's how you determine madragas in learning, who's better at it. Mashenkin betfila, nash mashenkin, however, when it comes to davening, adarab, it's the exact opposite. Hamadragis same kefiyah chesarin. The bigger the davener, the, the, the better davener you are depends on not how much you have, but how much you don't have. That's a, it's a fundamental difference between Torah and Tefillah. It's the exact, they, 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 they're the opposite of each other. Torah is based on how, how much you have. Tefillah is based on how little you have. The, more, the less you have, the better. Kamashikasa Bazaar. So the Zayar says, he gives a few examples of this. Tfilah ani. So, right, so one of the, uh, the classic beginnings of Tehillim, right, is Tfilah ani, the Tfilah of a poor person. So the Zayar says, Alashan, that the Tfilah of an ani contains all the Tfilahs. So, in other words, you have, I'm not saying, Mizmah Dov, Ludav, Mizmah, we have all different beginnings. But Tfilah ani, that's Kail Hakol. Why? So says Ratzadik, because the Ani is the embodiment of that which is missing. And that's what Tefillah is. He's going to be the biggest, he's the Ikerbal Tefillah. The Ikerbal Tefillah is the Ani. And this is also the Mashal, the famous Mashal in the Gemara Brachis, that Rabbi Yechon Menzakei compared him to a student, or Pinchas Ben Yar, the Eved Vesar, that there's such a thing as, as the Sar, the general in Hashem's Malchus, and that represents the Baal Torah, the Ben Torah, the one that and the one that's, that's considered to be Baal Madregan learning, because he has. It's about Madregas. Masha'enkin, the Eved, is someone that doesn't have anything. And Adaraba, his Indian is Tefillah. Kimishu Yoyser Chaser, Vinitzrach B'Yoyser, the more person is missing and, and, and in need, who Yachal Poyal, but Tefillah Yoyser could be Poyal more with his Davani. Now, says Ratzadik, the, the first explanation of this, says Ratzadik, is an obvious point. Because since he needs more, that means the tefillah is going to be coming from a deeper place. It's coming from a more artistic place. The ikra tefillah, he mitzad chasarin. And the whole Indian of davening is, to, is because of a deficiency. And you're asking, obviously, for something to be fixed. So the more deeply you feel the broken, the more deeply the davening is going to be, and the, big, and the, and the better the davening. So, and you're going to say, I am nobody. 
you're talking to Rabbanu Shalom, it's an afkamina between the biggest Godel and, and, and the smallest Jew. So this is the Rav Tzaddik's observation, that when it comes to tefillah, the, 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 the whole inner of tefillah and the madregas of tefillah are based on the deficiency. The, lo, the less you have, the bigger the kaych of davening. Now why? So again, the first paragraph of Tzaddik said to us a very simple point, which is because the, the more lack you have, the more intensely, intensely the davening is. So just more passionate it's going to be. Torah doesn't require that level of passion. Tefillah does. So that's the first explanation. <clears throat> but now Ratzalik goes on more. Now it's deeper than this. Ugafi gadol ha-chasarin. Now Ratzalik says, not only does the chasarin result in a, in a more intense davening, but fundamentally deeper than that, the actual deficiency itself is the is the is the 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 uh, the glue or, or or the means in which your davik to Hashem in a way of davening. So he says like this: based on the degree of deficiency, if you if the person recognizes and and you know and, and gets that place of, of of asking Hashem for help about it. Then that itself, the chasarin itself, becomes the connecting link between you and the Rabbanu Shalom. So not, not only is it something that can be a, a catapult, like because I'm so deficient and I really need it, so it causes me to be, to be more inspired by my davening, and then my inspiration uh, makes my davening that much stronger. No, no, no. The chas- even the, the sense of chasarin itself becomes... The Iker attachment between you, between you and Hashem. He explains. Kitam, the Makim Hashem So the Gemara says that the place that you find Hashem's greatness, that's where you'll find His humility. So, on a simple level, when the Gemara says such a Lashon, it means that the Rabbanu Shalom is, even though He's so great, He still is willing to deal with low things. Ratzalik says, that's not what the Gemara means. The Gemara means like this the Gemara means that in order to attach yourself, to what's called the highest, deepest level of God's essence, so to speak. It's 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 davka from experiencing the chasarin of that Indian. This is a classic Rav Tzadik where everything is flipped on its head. And, and Rav Tzadik is going to explain. I'm, I'm, we're, let, let's just read through the paragraph and then we'll see what we can do to fill in the gaps. So it says like this. It's, it's a little bit like Rav Nachmendik, where you have to sort of, it's a moving train, so you have to sort of jump on, and like, eventually the pieces are put together, so the, it's hard to find the beginning of the idea, a middle and an end, it's sort of, you just, you just go with it. So he says like this, Perish. In, Sefer, in the Maisim Rekav, in Sefer Yecheskel, one of the visions that Yecheskel Novi has of the higher world is lightning bolts. The description of, of, of Malachim and so on uh, being described in, 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 like the, with the imagery of lightning running and returning. And says the Sefer Yitzir, I mentioned that before, the Sefer Yitzir says, what's the significance of lightning? Again, using your imagination, and even scientifically, it's, 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 it's true as well, is that lightning, lightning obviously emerges you know, from the cloud or whatever, from, from, from above, and then it hits the ground. And... And it has to, right? Because we know that, I mean, scientifically, it has to make a connection to the, to the ground, right? And so, to a certain degree, it's like, what's the top, what's the bottom? Each, you know, each part is necessary. So he says like this. Um, the place that the lightning goes to itself becomes the origin point. The place where the light ends then it bounces back and it reverberates back where, the, 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 where what starts off initially the beginning of the lightning bolt is, is the cloud when it gets down to the, to, to the earth to the ground the ground then becomes its beginning and it bounces back that's how the vision of Yechezkel is described that it descends so it descends from the lightning or the light, the light that he saw descended from above going all the way to the ground but then when it hits the ground, the ground actually becomes a new beginning and it bounces back up to heaven. So the simon of Ratzav the simon of this malachim is that what initially you thought of as the bottom actually emerges as a top. Okay? That's the description over there in, 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 in Sefer Yechezkel. So he says like this, 
that the end is is the way to attach oneself to the highest, to the the the, 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 the depth of height. The nikra roish kol and it's called the highest madrega. Okay, so let me let me try to let me try to put this together and try to explain here. This idea of Torah being based on madregas and tefillah being based on deficiency, that's not just like stam, uh, an interesting inverse. In, in, let's go back to Chabad Hasidus for a second. In Chabad Hasidus is a classic idea which is as follows. There's always two things. There is, there is the essence of something, the thing itself, and then there's the, how you experience the thing. How you experience the thing. And very often, like I'll give you an example with, like with life, right? Very often, like uh, we go through life. What does it mean to be alive? Most of the time, we deal with the the, uh, the the things that we need to support life. So you eat, you drink, you breathe. But those are just the supporters of life. Those are just the systems in place to keep you alive. The life itself. There's always two separate things. There's the etzem. There's the zach itself, the fundamental <coughs> thing itself. And then there's how you experience it. We know this scientifically, right? This bima. The way we experience it is that it's solid and it's made of wood and it has a nice cover on it. We know that, that's, but but what it is batsim, it's mostly air, right? And it's atoms and we don't even know what it is batsim. Like you could keep on you could keep on cutting down those pieces into smaller little things. But there's always the thing itself and there's how it's experienced. Tyra says and this is the basic idea that Ratzadik is is coming from. Taira is a way, both Taira and Tefillah get you to their Bani Shalom, Avada, it's all connections to Hashem. But Taira fundamentally is about, ironically, Taira is about connecting you to the experience of their Bani Shalom. But there's something that's called Oymik Reishis. In the language of this piece, or Tzadik calls it Oymik Reishis, the depth of height. Mm-hmm. What does it mean, Oymik Reishis? Oymik Reishis means the thing itself, the Bani Shalom himself. And says Ratzadik, we're going to see about this in a moment, that with all the madregas, there's no way to reach the essence by climbing the ladder up. Because all the rungs of the ladder, so to speak, are in the context of experiencing the thing. But the thing itself is beyond the grasp of the, the, the system that's, that's a system that's, that's, that's uh, custom made, built on milas. And madregas will never reach the thing itself. Because there's, there's always higher madregas. The only way, ironically, to reach what's called oimic ratios, the very the depth of height, ironically, is through oimic tachtis. But when a person feels that they're emptied of all madregas, then that itself becomes the conduit through which a person experiences God also not in madregas form, but God himself. The more, if we're focused on madregas, then the only connection to Rebbe we have is God in madregas form. But if we strip ourselves away to the bare bones, which is just, I have nothing, and I connect to Hashem through my deficiency, then that's, then that's connecting me to not the madregas of Elokos, but to Elokos itself. So this inverse of Torah and Tefillah is not just like two different ways to connect to Hashem. Torah is through Madregas and Tefillah is through Chesarin. Fundamentally, they're also connecting to two different, two different realities. Torah is connecting to the reality of the, of, 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 of the light of Hashem, so to speak. And Tefillah is connecting to the Rabbani Shalom himself. And because you're trying to connect to the Rabbani Shalom himself, not, via, not, not in a way of Madregas, the way to connect to that is also not via Madregas. It's Adarabe, it's via the opposite of Madregas. So, let, let, let's... Even a lack, some level of a Madregas, it's just a lower... I mean, within a system of, I'm missing something, I have a Why would that... So let's see inside. He's gonna, he's, so he's going to help... Right, so that's where he's going to help us through. So I'm just, I'm going to, I just present the idea. Let's see how he, how he breaks it down. He's going to do a better job than me. So he says like this, Let's see it together. Nochamol, second paragraph. Um, second paragraph, let's say fifth line. Kirei hakol hu Hashem The beginning of all things is the Rabbani Shlomo. Now, that's obvious. But he means that, that, that all Madregas, in other words, all Madregas emerge out of the Rabbani Shlomo himself. And the ultimate deepest level of attachment, which again, in Chabad language, we'll use 
not madregas, but atzmias, but essence, who oimik reishis, the hishtalshlus hanivroim. That is called the oimik reishis, the depth of beginning, from which the chain of madregas, of reality, emerges. But that all the all the all the, 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 the all the madregas of reality from the highest malach to the lowest uh, worm, those are all uh, that's all one big chain, so to speak, that is connected to what's called not just the rashes, but oimic rashes. Oimic rashes in this context means the atzmias. So he says like this uh uh and that chain you know keeps on going lower and lower and lower, atachlisamata until mamish you can't go any lower. So what's amazing, in the world of Madregas, so the highest Madrega is Tzadik Yisad Oilam. And then all of a sudden, that system of Madregas descends, 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 to the point of where you get to a person that's mamish, the farthest removed from God. But if that person, so in the world of Madregas, he's all the way in the bottom. But if he could not embrace his deficiency, but if he can acknowledge his deficiency and turn that into a tefillah to reconnect Hashem, then what happens is, says Ratzadik, he doesn't start climbing the ladder back up. Then from Oymek Tachtis, he, he connects himself to Oymek Reishis. Because this is the idea that we find, again, going back to the, to the Gemara and the Sefi Yitzira, if you want to connect to Gedulah, say to the greatness of Hashem, greatness doesn't mean highest rung on the ladder. Greatness means what's fundamentally, essentially beyond, which is called the essence. Where do you find that? You find it in a place of humility. The deeper, the, the more the chesarin is, the more you'll, you'll, you're attaching yourself not to the rungs of the ladder, but to the the Baal HaLadr himself, whatever, you know, however you want to you describe it. So he says like this, rock, so, but, but here's, the, here's the kick. In order to do this, in order to be so low on the rungs of Madregas, and to use that chesarin, and to find not just my, the light of Hashem, but Mamish God himself in that chesarin, the only one that can do that is someone who his who his or her attachment to God is so deeply essential to who they are, that their relationship to God is also not based on madregas, which basically is only nishmas Yisrael. So any, 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 the, the greatest, so let's put it this way, the only one that's capable of finding atzmias, of finding the essence of God through the prism of deficiency, of chesarin, is only someone who deep, deep down, when you strip away all their madregas, what you'll find is anyway. And this is, by the way, when the Tanya, the Rishonim have a lashon of the Tanya added the word mamish. What's the meaning of the word mamish? There's a lot of tire on that, but one of the meanings is this idea. To have a chelek al that means that, you could, that you're on the ladder, that you're connected to that world of, of the light of Hashem. Okay, so there's higher levels of light, there's lower levels of light. You have a chelik alakami mal. There's a part of you that's coming from that place that's called Hashem's light. But said the Tanya, no, 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 mamish. Mamish means atzmius. It means that even when you strip away all the, the light of Hashem from your life, what remains, when all, the, when all the lights go out, what remains is the essential reality of who you are connected to the essential reality of who God is. And therefore only a Jew that has that can find that essential reality of God through all the lights being, go, be, being put out. And so says Ratzadik, Rak man Therefore only one who is coming from the root and the branch and the, the, the trunk of the Jewish people, Hashem Amai, whose essential nature is to be a, a part of Hashem, so such a person, even when all the lights go out, there's still that in- inherent essential connection. Be- and because of that, they're able to use their chesarin to come back to Hashem. And Adraba, when it's coming by way of chesarin, then you're connecting to Hashem in a way that's much deeper and more profound than the way of Madregis. You're connecting to Hashem's essence. Even a Jew who uh, is you know, captured amongst the Goyim, who's raised as a non-Jew. If he's, just, if he's just informed, even intellectually, 
about in, in a proper way, in a real way, about the, the, the God of heaven, about the Jewish people. He will automatically begin to groan and to call out from the depths of his heart, based on how low he is. So based on how deficient he is in light, that is the madrega of how deeply his tefillah is going to be to connect himself to the essence of the Rabbani Shalom. And so whatever madrega of chasarn you are, again, in Torah, where you're just trying to connect to the Ar of Hashem, it's based on your madrega. But, based, but tefillah, which is trying to connect to the essence of the Rabbani Shalom, then the access point is chasarn, is deficiency. And the lower, the more chasarnness you have, the more deficient you are. This is why, and, and now, now this doesn't mean chas v'shalom, that this, this is obvious, but I have, to just, I have to say it, because otherwise... I could get in trouble. This doesn't mean chas that a Jew should embrace deficient, uh, should, should lower themselves in madregas. You know, there's a, there's a famous statement that Baal Shem Tov once said, and it's clear, he's talking about himself. Baal Shem Tov said that it's it, it shaykh such a thing for there to be a Jew in the generation that hears Torah from the Shechina HaKdoisha herself. But if it wasn't for God's help, that same person will be a Ritzayach and a Manoval and just all the worst things in the world. The Baal Shem Tov is talking about himself. You know, so does, when we talk about this chasan, this, uh, this is the oymik of what I was talking about last night, is that when we talk about connecting Hashem through chasan, it doesn't have, the lights don't actually have to be off. But as long as you know that if it wasn't for the rabbinish from keeping those lights on, the lights would be off, then that's called being chasar. So it doesn't, you don't have to actually experience darkness. But as long as you know that the light is not yours, and you're just in a lit up room, the Rabbani Shalom did for you, but as far as you, as an, ind- as an independent entity, all you are is chaser, then that's also a way of connecting to Hashem and a way of tefillah. So you don't have to actually experience chaser. Davra Melech, the whole Tehillim, he's the Ani, right? He's the Ani. He was the, the Melech, so in Gashmis, he's definitely fine. And even in Ruchnias, Halach Kamais B'chamakim, Hashem Imai, Davra Melech was uh, the biggest Sadiq of the generation. And he's calling himself an Ani, and as Ratzadik says, it means that he's Mamash Chaser. What Chasrainus? The answer is because Davin Melech understood that all of his milas were not his anyway. So Betzim, he's Chaser. So you don't have to actually go into a low place, Chasr But whatever we are, like the Balshanta said, wherever Madriga you have, you know, it's hanging by a thread, Betzim. So who you are is Betzim Chaser, and that's the way of Tefillah. So he says like this, Utfilahu Lashen Dveikas. This is why Tefillah, the word Tefillah itself means attachment. See, the word Tyra doesn't mean attachment. The word Tyra means, means direction from the word Hira, also from the word Ar. It doesn't mean attachment. The word Tefillah means attachment because the madrig of, 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 of Dveikas that one experiences with Tefillah is a much more profound Dveikas. It's Dveikas of the Etzem. Shezel Sherish Milas Tefel, The word Tefel and means to be bound. Hainu, because that's what Tefillah does. Tefillah attaches you Legamri, Oymik Reishis, Oymik and this is how Tefillah works. Mand The one that is small is the one that is great. That's the secret of Tefillah. The David who akadn hamadrega acharinik yidua, and that's why even amongst the seven the seven ushpizin, uh, right? So David Melch is the last one. He's he rep, he's the lowest, and who the imzbiris Israel, and he's the one. He's the bal tefila. He's the bal tefila because tachlis kayach apeb tefila, the the greatest strength of the mouth, which is from tefila. That's David Melch. The ani tefila. David says about himself not that he's a good. He says I am davening. I am davening. Who Melch Yisrael, and ironically of. Of all the positions within Kala Yisrael, the, he's the Melech. And understand, in Halacha, the Rav Tzadik is going to hint to this, in Halacha, the Melech is not just the top rung of the ladder. The Melech is altogether a different madriga. So th- there's, there's the ladders, there's, there's the hierarchy within the Jewish people, different positions of authority. But the Melech is Bechlal different sukh, it's a different category. Melech Shemachal, Kvayda In, Kvayda Machal, it's Bechlal different category. The defin- more than that, uh, the, the Ramam says, it's, uh, it's hinted in a few halachas that the Rambam writes that the very definition al-pidin of the status of a melech is someone that, that there is no authority above him. It means the whole definition of malchus is to be above. That's the definition of melech. So how is it possible? Huh? It's only So that's the point. How did Dovna Melech get to that place of malchus? Because he sees himself anitfilah. Because he, his dveikas to Rabbanu Shalom was through chesaron. And when it's through chesaron, then you get to the oymek tachtis, gets a person to oymek reishis. That's what he says. Shinemar by tasim alecha, that the melech means what's, a, what's a, a authority that's above anything else. Shulamalam hakal. 
Vakadish Baruch Hu, again, that's, that's reflective of Hashem. Bemakim Gedulasai, his greatness is Nikramarim, the Kaddish, all the Madregas, all the words that we use to describe how Hashem is above, the la- above even the concept of the latter, right? Shumarim, Hashem is above all the Chesrenes of this world, and separate. Shem Lishum is Chabras he has no Shaykhis to anything that's small and low. Valdovers, the way to get there is through Chesarin. Is through is through Chesarin. Valdover zed nismis shel bilam harasha, and this is something that bilam, that the umas Ailam, headed by bilam, cannot chap. Because again, as as Ratzavik said, in order to do this, then you have to be so deeply rooted in elikus that even when the lights go out and through the lights going out, you find a deeper level of connection to rabbanish Shalom. And so only nishmas yisrael has that tchun, has that quality, has that ability. Bilam. It, it, representing the Umas Olam does not chap this. Chazal says such a thing that Bilam said to Rabbanu when it says it says uh, one of one of Bilam's blessings to us was Umaynes as it was something Rava Yisrael. What's the legend? No, no, Mimanah for Yaakov. Umispars Rava Yisrael. Umispars Rava Yisrael. So Chazal say after speak Bolashnekiya. Chazal say that there, that we mean umispar Rava Yisrael means that the Rabbanu Shalom takes takes close attention to a yichah between Chassan and Kala, and every every piece of genetic material that's possible to produce a person, the Rabbanu Shalom is it counts them like he takes it very very preciously. So Bilam, those words came out of Bilam's mouth, and then when he was able to think about it, Bilam Bilam said the following: Chazal say such a thing that his eyes became blinded. By, by, such a, by such a revelation. Bilam said, Mishu Kaddish. He said, the Rabbanu Shalom who's holy and, and transcendent should be Isaac in, in such low things, which by the way was, was Bilam's entire life was to be Isaac in, in low things. But the Rabbanu Shalom is so unbelievably transcendent should be Isaac in such small things. So Bilam doesn't chap, right, Bilam doesn't chap that by Nishmas Yisrael, the lower you go, there's no, there's no such thing as being detached. You can be detached in terms of light, but not detached in terms of etzim. And this is what Bilam doesn't have. So he says like this: Omar, Kadosh Baruch Hu Mishu Tarv Kadosh. So he should Kihu Medame because Bilam was thinking Kigam Yisrael Kishachas Hashalom Mishakayim Ba'Enig Ailam Haza Shem Hepecha Kedusha Hainer Farad Meshem Yisbarach. Because Bilam was thinking of of Yidden similar to to to, to Goyim. In other words, they also when they get when they get low, they get low, finished. And that was Bilam's Eitz, right? Let the Jewish people sink into Mamish the Abyss of, of Tivis, and that'll disconnect them from Eretz Yisrael. Ratzadik makes a point, I didn't quote this over here, Ratzadik makes a point, it's Mamish the opposite. That's how we became deeply, even more deeply connected to Eretz Yisrael. Because what does Eretz Yisrael mean? Eretz Yisrael means, to be separate from the nations of the world. There's, there's the concept of, of being separate from the nations, there's a, a Madrega version of that, and then there's the Etzem version of that. To get to the Madrega version of that is through precious and through disconnection from the Goyim. That's Madregas. But to really have Eretz Yisrael Bishlemus, to really be kind of the Atzmias of that Inyan, of separation from the Umas Olam, to get to the Oymek Rashis of that Inyan, then it has to come from Oymek Tachtis. And so the only way the Jewish people fully embraced Eretz Yisrael, which means that, that Be'etzim were disconnected from the nations of the world, was first by falling into an Inyan of mixing with the nations of the world, feeling the chasarin of that avayda, of separation, and using that as a way to daven, and now you get to oymik gracious. And this is, the, the, and this is how Ratzadik views the holy name of Balchuva being greater than a tzaddik, because the Balchuva is, is connecting to the Rabbanisham through his chasarin, and that connects to, to the, to the atzmias of that Indian, not the madragas of that Indian, but the, but the atzmias of that Indian itself. There's a famous Gemara that Ratzadik always likes quoting. The Gemara says, the Gemara in Gidden, I think it's in Gidden, The Gemara says that uh, there was a certain Amayr that gave a Psaq and ended up being that he was incorrect. So then he said, oh, a, a person cannot truly grasp an Indian entire unless you made a mistake in it first. So you make a mistake, then it like, so on a simple level, you make a mistake, now it sticks in your head, you're not going to make that mistake again because you got embarrassed or whatever. But it says for something that's much deeper than that. Every sugya, there's, also, there's the madragas of the Indian, and then there's the Indian itself. The way to embrace the Indian itself is through chasarin. It has to be through the, through the, the breakdown of the madragas. By making a mistake in that sugya, that's the chasarin. And when you embrace that and you daven to Rabbanu Shalom through that, then you connect to the oymik rejas of the Indian. That this is the uh, biggest side. And so this is what Rav Tzavik says. 
And based on this, we can understand that the, full, the, the most essential definition of the Jewish people is not so much the fact that we're learners, but it's really more fundamentally that we're daveners. Because davening is what really separates us from Umas Ailam in the fact that we have this ability to connect to Oymek Reishis through Oymek Tachtis. That's the that's Oymek the, the of what Knesset Yisrael is. Yisrael, and that's the root of, of Knesset Yisrael. That with all the Chesroinus, you're still a Yid, the Atmos is still there, and that's your way to connect to the Rabbani Shalom. And it's dafka sinners that, that have this desire in the heart in order to daven. And this is the, the amazing line. But by the Yidden, it's the exact opposite. By Klai Yisrael, the only way that we ever reached any real madreg, be'emes, was only through the chasarn of that Indian first. There's always the chasarn that comes, that comes before. You don't need the chasarn preceding to be kind of the madreg of the ladder. But to be kind of the thing itself, it has to be preceded by a chasarn. But as I said from the Baal Shantif, the chasarn can be, it doesn't have to actually ex- be experienced as a chasarn. The person knowing that everything that they have is missing and deficient, and even their madregas is not their own, that is also the chasarn through which they can get to oymik reishis. Whenever you're dealing with something, there's madregas in that inyan. Until eventually you get to what's called Oymek Reishas. And let's say by the example of the Jewish people to Eretz Yisrael, they were trying to get not just the Madregas of Eretz Yisrael, they were trying to get to the Oymek Reishas of Eretz Yisrael. And there's no way to get to Oymek Reishas by climbing the ladder. The climbing the ladder doesn't get you to Oymek Reishas. It'll get you to Reishas, but not Oymek Reishas. Oymek Reishas... Rak mitzadach hasarin only has to come from deficiency. This is the, it's a key in, in, in all of tzaddik, but this is a key in Avodah Hashem. So let's go back. This is, this is all Rosh Hashanah. Dick. Rosh Hashanah, let's go back. Rosh Hashanah is, is the racist of the year, right? It's called Rosh Hashanah. Rabbi Tzaddik is telling us, but why? So he asked the question, why is it that by Rosh Hashanah the Avodah is all tefillah? The answer is, is because the Avodah of the Jewish people is not to connect to just the Rosh Hashanah, it's to connect to the Oymik Rashis of reality. Rosh Hashanah, the Rabbanu Shalom, like I said before, you know, in the beginning, the beginning of this morning, is that Rosh Hashanah, the Rabbanu, what does Rabbanu Shalom do? You know, he sends us a lot of stuff. And one way to react to that is, okay, I'm going to take a lot of stuff. But what, is our, what we do on Rosh Hashanah is actually the opposite. When the Rabbanu Shalom is throwing things at us, our reaction is, we mamish have nothing. And we empty ourselves out. And all of Davin Rosh Hashanah is talking about how amazing the Rabbani Shalom is, how unbelievably transcendent he is, how oimik resh is, how it's unbelievably infathomable who God is. And at the same time, we are mamish low and nothing and nothing and nothing. Why, do we, why are those the two conversations in Rosh Hashanah? The Rabbani Shalom is like, he's giving us like apples and oranges and, and, and the chira and free will, the whole creation, the whole world he's giving us. And what are we, and so we should, if you think about it, what should we do in Rosh Hashanah? We should just say thank you. The whole thing should just be shevach and haidah, should just be like, but it's not. Our reaction to Rosh Hashanah is, Rabban Hashanah, we're mamish empty, we have nothing, we have nothing, we have nothing. You're, we can't even imagine who you are. Why is that the reaction? The answer is, is because what we're trying to get in Rosh Hashanah is not just rashes, we're trying to get to oimik rashes. And the way to get to oimik rashes is through oimik atachtes. Is, is, is by embracing, is by connecting to Hashem through chesarin, which is b'derach tefillah. That's what Rosh Hashanah is. Again, going back to what I said before, is that the oimik of Rosh Hashanah is to try to get to pre-creation. And before creation, before creation, there was the light of Hashem. But there's even, there's even a deeper beginning that comes even before that, that's God Himself. And so the ultimate, ultimate oimik of Rosh Hashanah is to say that I want to experience not just what was before creation. I want to experience what was even before, before creation. I want to experience Hashem's essence. And the way to experience Kivyachal, Hashem's essence, is not through the things that He's offering me. It's quite the opposite. It's by, by embracing the chasarin that I have in my life. That's how I get to Oymik Reishas. And so this is the Avayda of Rosh Hashanah. Let's go back. This is why Rosh Chaydesh and Rosh Hashanah are deeply connected to each other. What's Rosh Chaydesh? Rosh Chaydesh is Yanta revolving around what? The moon. What does the moon represent? Chasarin, that which is deficient. Dovin HaMelech is connected to the moon. Dovin HaMelech, we say by Kiddush Levana, right? So the whole inning of the moon is that which doesn't have its own light. It's completely chaser. Rosh Hashanah is 
Rosh Chodesh on steroids. Rosh Hashanah is Rosh Chodesh B'Shlemus. Because what's Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is a yontif that is, that's connecting to the deepest madregas of Elokos, of Atzmi Sabarik of Yachol, through Chas- Davka through Chasarn. It has to be such. So the, 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 there's Yom Toivim. So, so for example, other Yom Toivim obviously also depend on the, on the, on the moon. But fundamentally, we know that they're connected to the seasons, right? So Pesach is defined as, as, as Chag Aviv, Chag Asif, and so on. And so the other Yom Toivim, the Shalash Regalim, are oriented based on the seasons, which is based on the sun. Because other Yom Toivim are about Madregas, about Madregas. Mashenkin Rosh Hashanah is, is a Rosh Chodesh Dekiyantiv, where the, 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 the Devekis that we have in Rosh Hashanah is not because of Madregas, it's because of Chesarin. And again, the oimik of this is because that's the Avaid of Rosh Hashanah, to not be satisfied with the creation the Rabbi Hashanah is giving us, but rather try to see through creation and to get to the Atzmi Sabayre that is being hidden through all the things that he's throwing at us. And so that's our Avaid of Rosh Hashanah, to connect to Atzmi Sabayre by embracing this Mahalach of Tefillah, which is finding the, 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 the Etzem through Chesarin, which could only be by Knesset Yisrael. And that's why, um, that's why you know, uh, that's why the Rosh Hashanah is called Tikka B'chayi Shaifer, Bekesel Yom Chagein, it's considered a Yantif, it's called a Yantif that's hidden. There's a hiddenness, there's a Chesarin in the Yantif, and that's fundamentally the point of how the Yontif works. And this is why, again, it's something that only Klai Yisrael have. You, if you think about it, like why, why, why should Rosh Hashanah, all, all humanity goes before Hashem for judgment to Rosh Hashanah. So why is it something that we're keeping to ourselves? Why doesn't the whole world, why, why, why is it not something that uh, we talk about the whole world? I understand Pesach, Shuz, and Sukkot, that's unique to us. That was our, our Inyanim. But Rosh Hashanah, that's, that's the, even Yom Kippur is by us. We were forgiven for the Chet Egel. That's a unique thing for Klai Yisrael. Rosh Hashanah is for the whole world. So why, why, why did the Rabbanu Shalom only give it to the Jewish people? The answer is, is because the Havoyed of Rosh Hashanah is not just to be created. The Havoyed of Rosh Hashanah is to get to Oymek Reishis. And Oymek Reishis is only through Chesarin. And the only way to do that is if you have Nishmas Yisrael. Because only Nishmas Yisrael is able to, to, be, to reveal its deepest connection essentially to God when all the lights go out, through all the lights going out. And that's the Avayit of Rosh Hashanah. To, like I said last night from Slichus, is, 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 is to embrace, to celebrate the reality of what the Baal Shem said, that if it wasn't for the Rabbani Shalom's help, every single one of us would be mamish, mamish nothing. And to celebrate that is a simon of Nishmas Yisrael. That's what Rosh Hashanah is. Okay, we should be zaychet to, uh, to have a, a Gavadik Rosh Hashanah find Oymik Reishis through Oymik Tachtis, but not not to actually experience Aymik Tachtis, but in this way of Avoida, to get to Aymik Gracious. And from there, all Shevard Brachan Hatzlach should be manifested. Oh, oh, very good. Oh, very good. So going back to the very beginning. So last week, I mentioned the very beginning, they didn't have saying Shira Malz, Mimakim, Kersich Hashem, all Seres Meit Shuvah. That's the Indian. That's the Indian. The Aymik Gracious, that's Mimakim, the Aymik Gracious, that is the entire essence of Rosh Hashanah, and the Aymik Gracious is coming, is only experienced through Aymik Tachtis, which is the Bechina of Rosh Chavish and the celebration of the moon. So that's the whole Indian of Rosh Hashanah, is Sherem Malas, Mimamakim, Kerasi Hashem. Okay. Shkayach.